What is going on, BW Sports One World? It is time to bet your ass with Raphael Esparcia. Raphael, how are we doing, brother? I am doing well. How about yourself? Wonderful. Did we have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was a nice and quiet. I mean, nothing too uh, too exciting. I was I was actually really really looking forward to the Steelers Ravens game on Thursday night as uh, I go through my fourth helping and probably eat pie until I pass out and wake up in the fourth quarter. Uh, but who knows when that game is going to be played? Now they're pushing it to Wednesday. Uh, I, I have no clue what's going to happen in that game. I mean, let's let's get the elephant out in the room. You brought it up. How does this affect betters? and odds makers as far as moving the game from Thursday to Sunday to Sunday to Monday to Monday to Tuesday. Now we're talking about moving it to Wednesday if it even gets played because at that point I think that that's a safety issue talking uh, going into the following week. Yeah, I mean, I think the safety issue, uh, I think for us, I mean, that number has moved so much differently just because of who's playing, who's not playing uh, uh, for the uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, we, we know right now that Lamar Jackson uh, was not scheduled to play. I mean, a number was opened up around, I think it was around four, I think Pittsburgh, three and a half, four. Then it moved from seven and a half. Then it moved to ten. It, we clo- when, Before we shut it down, or I'm sorry, before it got canceled again, uh, it was ten and a half. Total was 40 and a half. So, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, what this going to be like? Uh, now, like I said, if it is Wednesday, uh, if the number is still going to be 10, 10 and a half, I agree. It's a lot of safety issues now with it because, I mean, the, the Ravens were supposed to play this Thursday night against the Cowboys uh, that was postponed. So now there's no Thursday. I just don't understand why they don't push it to Thursday night. I mean, there's no Thursday night game. Yeah, well, I mean, they both got a game the following week, right? Supposedly. I- I will say, yeah, supposedly, I, I I I do, but I know the Steelers are playing. Uh, well, supposedly, is supposed to play uh, Washington. Well, that's somewhat of a game. Obviously, I mean, we can get into that. We can talk about how Washington's probably going to bet their ass in the first place of the of the NFC East. You know, you got Daniel Jones out for probably a long time now with a torn hamstring, is what I hear. Uh, Cowboys can't get it really together. I mean. They don't have the full package. Philadelphia, boy, if you heard anything of my rant last week on Wednesday Night Live, you know how I feel about them right now. Well, if they get the if they get the outright W tonight. We don't know. They could get the it's twenty twenty. We saw the Falcons beat the Raiders yesterday. Wow, they didn't just beat them; they pummeled them. Yeah, man. So. It's gonna be like I said. This NFL's and college football season is just. I mean. It's crazy what's uh, the cancellation of the games. Now, you could tell it's winter. You could tell that these college kids maybe got lax days ago and went to parties, but maybe they shouldn't have or right. uh, or something because uh, I have never seen my betting screens turn red all the time from cancellation, postponing games in college football, NFL, and in college hoops. I think just that's the way it's going to go probably until I would say – February, March, April, I mean, they're saying some kind of vaccine will be out sometime in the next couple of weeks. I know one supplier said they moved it to an emerge, uh, to FDA today, so that would take another week to two weeks if the FDA approves. If it does, I mean, you figure the uh, large majority probably won't have it in their system until February, March. Uh, so, I mean, we're probably uh, – I agree, even though some people hate Fauci, Dr. Fauci and all that, but he's uh, – I agree with him. Some kind of normalcy will probably start trending 
upwards of normalcy in April, May. That's unfortunate to hear, but you know it is what it is. We got to do what we got to do to get through. And what's up, Tom? Tom I was going to say your buddy Tom Racker's on with you. He, lo- you guys love each other. Um, but kind of, how does that play into the betting world? I mean, as far as moving that game from Thursday all the way now to Wednesday, do, do early bets get you know refunded? How does that work? I tell customers, as long as your bet number stays the same, and that's the bet number next to usually the time of the game or right next to the team of yours. So, for instance, Tuesday's bet number for the Pittsburgh Steelers is 280. Well, it's canceled. Now the bet number for the Steelers game will probably be 327. As long as your bet number doesn't stay the same, you have action, uh, most likely. If If that bet number changes, then it's automatically refund. Uh, and then you can rebet it again. So that's that's the, probably the biggest thing I tell bettors: make sure that bet number has not uh, uh, has not changed. If it's changed, then you have no action. You probably get a refund in your book. If it if it hasn't changed, you probably still have action on it, unless they unless they refund it. And some some books will just refund it no matter what if the bet number has changed or not. But that's the, probably the biggest thing you need to uh, look for, as long as that bet number doesn't change. So for us. I mean, we just hit the P, we just hit the refund button, and everyone gets refunded, and make a new number go out for that. Now, if there's drastic line movement, let's say let's say the bet number just didn't move, or we the game just continued to play, and Lamar Jackson was now all of a sudden not going to play. I mean, you have a great middle spot because, like I said, that opened up to four, and, and now it's ten and a half. So now you have a great middle spot. So right. uh, that's probably the biggest. Uh, stuff that we have to worry about as odds makers, odds makers is that big, big, big spot for a middle, which is uh, could have happened but didn't. Okay, now let's t- let's talk about Philadelphia and Seattle tonight, Monday Night Football. I don't understand why I, I saw the bet, the the line, the money line moved up or the the spread. I'm sorry, moved up to seven. It was at six last time. Uh, this you know this morning when I looked at it, why so low? I mean, what what am I missing here? I mean, I'm, Philadelphia is my team. I don't think that at this point they're only seven point uh, underdogs to a team that I could see potentially just an offensive slaughter. Now, granted, the defense on Seattle is very skeptical, but our whole team is skeptical. So explain that to me. Well, you said it. The de- the Seattle defense is very skeptical. Is that uh, let's just face it? They stink. They can't stop something. I mean, granted, they had a good game last week. And I think that's why the wise guy action came in. I mean, we're taking about seventy five percent of the wise guy action uh, is on Seattle, but the public pit money is coming in on Philly. So that that has a lot to do with it. The keeping this game in some kind of some kind of control, respectable. We're still getting. Right now, some kind of two-way action. We were, we were just getting lopsided money with Seattle coming in until late. Until the wise guys took that eagle money, so it's going to be very interesting. I agree with you. It is still kind of low, but again, it's 2020. I mean, betters are starting to realize it's still 2020. The amount of action that we took in late, and I mean late, I mean talking about probably 25 to 30 minutes before that Atlanta Falcon game kicked off yesterday. Falcon money was coming in, and granted, we took Raider money all week, so we were thrilled that that Falcon. But I think some of these wise guys are, are, are action; they're starting to bet these lopsided games, and I, and I think they're 
priorities they're looking at it it's 2020 we have seen some crazy stuff we saw the kentucky wildcats college basketball go down to the richmond spiders wow uh, yesterday as a seven and a half point favorite so uh, i think a lot of it uh, is line movement and they're waiting for that line to get out of control and they just take the other side and hopefully like i said 2020 is here let's roll the dice and see if we can get a 2020 winner well and you know everybody a lot of people thought evansville beating them last year was bad and and this this loss to me, is way worse than the loss they took to Evansville last year. But, you know, it, it, like it, it, it is, is 2020. It is, but uh, Richmond had, what, four out of five starters coming back on their squad. They had a very deep bench with some uh, with people who got some action last year. So uh, I agree on that one. But uh, it was, it was a, a very entertaining game. I mean, right now I'm watching UNLV hanging close with North Carolina. So, I mean, again, it's 2020, people. <laughs> I know. Don't remind me of that game. I, I'm – watching it <laughs> excuse me hurting hurting me hurting me you like jabbing at me Raphael I love you but you like jabbing at me in my in my suck teams this year but that's all right let's talk about some boxing that happened over nice segue with when I was jabbing at you jabbing at you didn't you like that? that's a nice that's a nice like segue. I mean, you're, you're a professional I didn't know that I'm learning I'm learning I'm gonna be I'm an intermediate beginner <laughs> <laughs> but you know we had let's start at the top yeah the tyson and uh jones jr fight we all know and if, if 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 somebody disagrees with me wow we all know tyson would have actually won the fight on points but it was a draw now my question to you guys is was there a draw bet that could be made on that on that on that uh, match, and we, what happened? We didn't have it, so we refunded all the bets uh, okay. that had that. We we didn't have a draw bet because let's face it. I mean, all month long, everyone's exhibition headgear, bigger, yeah, uh, bigger gloves. The ref is going to stop it for headshots. So we've heard all the rules and all that. And I'm sorry, Sugar Ray Leonard. And uh, the, uh, I can't think of the other guys, the MMA fighter that was there. Asande, uh, they said, hey, before we even before they even came out, they said, hey, exhibition, my part of my French, my ass, once you get in a ring and you get hit, your mentality is automatically, yeah, even when you're sparring, you could be sparring with your best friend, but all of a sudden you could get hit. And you, he's not your best friend anymore until until the gear comes off and the fight is over. And then you hug and go have a beer. So when they came out, I saw the gloves were a little bit bigger and no headgear. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. This exhibition, my ass. And, right. and, and, and you know what? I, a, I love the mics that were on there. You could hear the heavy breathing because these guys were chucking wind after the oh, second yeah. round. Oh. And I love the ref kept on saying, like, when Jones would get connect by a body shot of Mike Tyson. And I'm sorry, Jones was probably pissing blood yesterday morning. Oh, yeah. But oh, every yeah. time Tyson committed. Every time Tyson connected with a body shot, you heard the ref say, hey, Jones, you still want to go. Jones, you still want to go. So I thought the ref did an amazing job, even though Jones was hugging a lot. But let's face it, he was hugging him because he was sucking wind. I would be hugging him as well. <laughs> but I'm sorry. That was the best $50 I have spent in a very, very long time. It, just a Snoop Dogg three, five-minute concert. Uh, before the fight was great, and Snoop Dogg was great. I don't care why these people are like, oh, what's he called a fight for? Oh, yeah. He does a little boxing. Screw you guys. He was hilarious. That, I mean, there was entertainment. 
it was it was total yes. entertainment. I mean, we knew that that fight alone uh, was going to be an exhibition, quote unquote. And what you weren't going to see the ref allow somebody to get knocked out if, if he could stop it before it happens. Uh, my question was: is it, It's an exhibition. We all know this. The only reason it's 50, 60 bucks is because of the entertainment purposes. Nothing to do with the talent on that fight card other than I believe it was the first one. Because let's talk about a little NBA versus YouTube. Well, let's, well first of all, some of the undercards were really good. Uh, the Benjamin Jack fight was, was really good. He's probably going to fight Pascal. Uh, his next fight, I thought the guy that was in the army that fought him, he took some shots and stood there from Badu Jack. So I thought the undercard, if you like boxing, the undercard, besides the Nate Jones, which we're going to talk about, Nate Robinson, we're going to talk about that now, but the undercard boxing, and I'm the undercard, and I'm quoting boxing, which they were officially boxing, I thought they were fantastic. The real fights were good. Yes. The real fights were good. The... uh... Yeah. I mean, I loved watching Tyson in the ring again. I love watching Jones Jr. in the ring again. Those are two guys that I grew up grew up watching in their prime. And, you know, I love the fact of just having them back in the ring. Now we also hear, which we'll, we'll mention here in a minute, we hear somebody else from the past is ready to go. So we'll have to get on that here in a minute. But let's talk about Mr. Go to Sleep and Mr. YouTube. Yeah, Jake Paul and, and Nate Robinson, I mean, that was an exhibition fight. I mean, well, first of all, Nate Robinson is his first boxing match. You could tell it was his first. And, you could, and, and I agree. I seen Jake Paul fight his last his last fight. And he's improved a lot. His stance, his defense, how he wants to throw a jab uh, first before the guy just starts running after him. So he looked improved. But, boy, I feel bad for Nate Robinson. He's going to be the crying meme of Michael Jordan's crying <laughs> meme for a very, very long uh, a long time. Uh, it, it was – I thought, like, here, Snoop Dogg made that fight during it. I mean, talking uh, – him singing and talking – oh, that was fantastic. But it's going to be very interesting. Jake Paul will fight again. And, uh, like I said, I, uh, these odds are up over at my bookie right now. I'll send it to you. But I have odds on who Jake Paul is going to fight next. And as who Mike Tyson will fight next, because uh, I think both of them will fight in 2021. I do believe Tyson, what he said at his press conference, he's not going to fight an official boxing match. He wants to continue doing these exhibition uh, charity fights because a lot of this money went to charity. A lot of it went to. So uh, yep. uh, hats off for him on, on, on the charity. But we, we, we will see both of them. Uh, Dillian Danis uh, was uh, is a small favorite to fight Jake Paul next, plus 140, KSI plus 180. I even put Nate Robinson for a rematch at 3-1. to one. Uh, Logan Paul plus 450. I put Kyle Farnsworth. And if no one knows who Kyle Farnsworth was, he used to be a Chicago Cubs pitcher that tweeted out to uh, Paul during the fight saying, hey, I'll fight you, Jake Paul. And if you ever see Kyle Farnsworth tackle, I forgot who he tackled in baseball. Uh, and starting a pitching mound, I put him at nine to one. Of course, they have Conor McGregor at eighteen to one. I put up LeBron James on there for forty to one. I put Floyd Mayweather up there for sixty to one. And then of course, I had to put Snoop Dogg at a hundred to one. <laughs> I might have to drop a dollar on Africa. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. So, okay, I. I I thought Nate Robinson had been training. And and from what I hear, you know, 
he's been training. He stepped in that ring, and like you said, it was obvious and apparent he had no belongings in there whatsoever that night. He went to sleep. It's going to be a meme, like you said, for years upon years, and I can't wait to see what comes out next because uh, it was funny. So I um, mean, training and sparring and going to boxing gym is totally different than actually – no headgear. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Nate Robinson has never fought, and he's not no headgear. That's totally the, your mindset when you're probably in the ring when they're announcing your name and you're trying to warm up and then the bell rings. Probably whatever you did at the gym, sparring, coaching-wise, is all out the window. I, I, I've trained at boxing gyms before. I've been in the ring without, with headgear and without headgear, and it's totally, totally different. So, I know people. I, I seen his training videos. I seen him sparring and stuff like that. But again, it's totally different when uh, when you're when it's live and someone on the other side wants to knock your head off. Oh yeah, and I agree. I've been there before, several times, and you know, every every time you step in the ring or the cage, it, it is that feeling. Whatever, like Tyson said, you know, everybody's got a game plan until they get hit in the face. Boom, and they got hit in the face. That's why I mean some uh, some other sites put a lot for Mike Tyson, which uh, mine are pretty close to theirs, uh, but they forgot a lot of names. So I'm going to mention these names that they forgot. Uh, Tyson's fight, first fight next, Evander Holyfield's minus one fifty. Lennox he's Lewis, yes, he's a favorite. Lennox Lewis three to one. Riddick Bowe five to one. Now Lennox Lewis came out uh, last week and said he wants to fight Riddick Bowe because he still has that bad taste. That would not shock me. If that fight goes first in this exhibition kind of thing, and then fights, and then Tyson fights maybe in the middle of the summer or maybe closer to next year, would not be shocked that they do another one of these. And the main event is Lewis versus Bo, uh, so that would not shock me on that one. Uh, Shannon Briggs eight to one. He was calling out Tyson wow. before. I made him eight to one. Tito Ortiz was rumored to be uh, uh, Roy Jones at ten to one. I put one Klitschko brother. I don't know. It could be Vladimir. It could be Vladimir. So can you hear me? Can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I can't hear you. I don't know what happened here. Hold on. Nope. Shows you good on my end. I don't know what just happened. What about now? Oh, you got to love technology. Well, folks. Raphael is silent. Now I can just talk smack about all his teams. <laughs> Holy. Nope. Hold on here. Let me try something. Ah, la, 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 la. Uh, their mic isn't connected. It says your mic isn't connected. He pulled his mic out of the jack, folks. He got so excited. Got so excited talking about the Riddick Bow and the Lennox Lewis uh, upcoming possible nope uh, upcoming possible fight, and he just he went crazy over there. So it says, it says let's see if we can get this now. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hear you. Nothing on my end, folks. We're going to. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Gotta love technology, folks. Like I said, you gotta roll with the punches. What about now? Nope. I'm a good lip reader, though. <laughs> oh, I just heard something move. 
No. He hears okay, he hears us both. So Tom Racker just sent me a text and said he hears both of us. I don't know why I can't hear you though. So can you hear me? Now? Yes, now I can. But they can hear you already, so that's what matters. That's I can read matters. lips. That's what matters. You can see you can hear me now. I, I okay, now we're good. All right, so let's well, let we're moving on. Let me finish. Uh, yes, I have ahead. one Klitschko brother. Oh, and that's wow. just a, it's a 12 to 1. Daniel Cormier, 15 to 1. Ooh, coming to Boston, Tyson, huh? Tyson Fury, 25 to 1. Conor McGregor, 45 to 1. Logan Paul, 50 to 1. And why not Snoop Dogg, 100 to 1? <laughs> Who do you think? Let's put this up. And this is just, the, just uh, between us, us friends here. What would be the odds of, of who Snoop Dogg would face first? Tyson, Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, or Roy Jones Jr.? I think Snoop Dogg would probably face another entertainer, another entertainer, not an actual boxer. But I would think Snoop I'd say we get Snoop and Dre in there. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be, uh, that'd be great. That, that'd be phenomenal. But – like I said, his calling, even though he doesn't know nothing about the sport, but I thought I thought it was very entertaining. And like I said, best 50 bucks I spent. It was good. It was good. So now, as we move from the 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 ring in the boxing aura that we were talking about, let's move to the gridiron. Let's talk a little college football playoffs. You know I'm a happy man right now because my team is sitting in the number two slot. And you heard Mr. Herbstreet over the weekend say that he would give his vote to Notre Dame being number one right now. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. That part no. right there first. No way. I mean, Alabama, <laughs> they're probably going to blow up LSU this weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? If maybe if Notre Dame, let's say it beats Clemson handily, not I mean, let's say maybe by a touchdown or ten. If they beat Clemson twice, then I might give them one vote, maybe a couple votes. But I'm sorry, Alabama's Alabama. Uh, I think that defense will be able to uh, frustrate Notre Dame uh, as defense will be a high scoring game. Notre Dame and Alabama. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if I'm Ohio State, you got to be a little nervous because you only played four games, so you might be out period. But I wanted to use this time to vent. Uh-oh. Vent. Vent Drum roll, on, please. Vent on how bad BYU got disrespected on the first uh, college football rankings come out. Total, total disrespect uh, on BYU. Uh, don't mind Cincinnati being ahead of them. Don't mind Florida being ahead of them. But I'm sorry, Indiana being ahead of them. Uh, I can't remember all that. I don't have it in front of me, but totally, totally, totally disrespected on what happened uh, uh, with uh, with that how the, how they came out with uh, Notre Dame. Uh, I'm sorry with uh, that disrespect to BYU. Uh, BYU's trying to play other teams. I mean, they're not just sitting around saying, oh, it is what it is. We're going to do this." No, they're trying to find other stuff. So I felt really bad for the uh, Fighting Mormons of BYU, but. Uh, I think Notre Dame is sitting pretty as long as they don't lose to Clemson. I think they're going to be – I think if they come in losing one, and let's say Ohio State plays enough games that they still in there, 
I would not be shocked if tech, if Florida is the one team that committee leapfrog Notre Dame with, with the one loss team. I don't think Texas A&M will leapfrog Notre Dame if Notre Dame has one loss. Uh, but I, I, I would not be sure if Florida continues to play well and put up big numbers. Uh, I, I would not be shocked if they leapfrog. But can you talk about wow, what a Kyle Trax and Matt Jones? That's gonna be a great head to head for Heisman. Uh, right now we got Trask minus one fifty, Jones uh, plus four fifty. I mean, let's face it, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence uh, are pretty much out of it. Even because uh, Trevor Lawrence missing games, Justin Fields he had a, he didn't have an elite Heisman game against IU, and now he's missing games. So I mean, let's face it, those two are out there. Uh, but Trask Jones is gonna be fun to watch. Whoever gonna win Heisman. I agree with that, definitely. I want to go back to what you said uh, about Notre Dame beating Clemson and what this and that and the other. Now, we all know the first win came without Trevor Lawrence uh, behind behind the center for Clemson. However they won, doesn't matter to me. Whatever. Uh, now you move to the ACC title game where it's going to be inevitable that Notre Dame is going to be coming in undefeated and Clemson's going to have that one loss on the record that was against Notre Dame. My question is, obviously, Trevor Lawrence, well, well, Trevor Lawrence should be back for that game. I know he's back now. Let's hope, you know, that nothing goes on between now and then that causes him to be out because the legitimacy of the win is being based on him being behind center or not, which I'm sure you've heard that all around all around the world right now. Oh, Notre Dame wouldn't wouldn't have beat him if Lawrence was in their quarterback and yada, yada, yada. It is what it is. Notre Dame won. Now, if Notre Dame comes in, loses against Clemson, and it's close, okay? It's got to be it's got to be close if they're going to lose. With Ohio State not having enough games to be considered or any Big Ten team to be considered in the playoffs because of they had an eight-week, eight-game schedule, and now they're missing games or canceling or whatever because I don't see any doubleheaders coming in football. Uh would chance, oh man, wouldn't it? <laughs> Would you see Notre Dame still being in the top four and in the playoffs? Yes, I mean I think the only way they get out, uh, if like I said, if they lose to Clemson, let's say by ten or whatever, uh, and let's say Florida just beats up on Alabama, uh, and, and Alabama comes in there one loss, then I could think, then I see Florida leapfrogging. Uh, Notre Dame, it'll be Alabama, Clemson, Florida, and, and Ohio State We need to play enough games. I think if Ohio State continues to only have five or six games, I think Notre Dame's going to be safe in there. Okay, so there's nobody else other than – and you know my feelings on the Cincinnati sitting at 8-0. They've played the eight games to be considered in the, in the playoffs. I, I know Damon's watching now, and he hates okay. me when I say this, but – Cincinnati's 8-0. I don't care who you played. You're still undefeated, and you're still getting scuffed off, just kind of like uh, you know what you were talking about with BYU. Now, obviously, Cincinnati didn't take a drop like BYU did, but Cincinnati's, uh, I think, a tougher team than BYU is, regardless of what conference they play in. I could see them beating some decent-sized teams. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think their defense can give Clemson some trouble, uh, Notre Dame some trouble. Uh, I can't get say Ohio State because, remember, like I said last time, a couple years ago, 
Cincinnati went to the big house. Oh, this is going to be a great game, and Ohio State waxes them. So yeah, I, I can't say that. And I think Alabama will be too much for them, but I can see them beating. I hate to say it, Clemson and Notre Dame. I think they would get good matches. Okay. Do you see Clemson and Notre Dame playing a third game for the national title? Uh, I hope not. I hate to see. I, I hate those type of. <laughs> I hate those type of scenarios where I do. Uh, it's three times unless it's a best out of four game, uh, something like that. But it, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, I mean, I keep on telling these Notre Dame people, uh, cousins of mine who are fans and all that. Clemson lost to them with no Trevor Lawrence. They were missing a lot of their defense. So pump the brakes. Let's see the ACC championship. If Notre Dame wins, hats off. You guys are you guys were much better. National, you guys are up there with Alabama. I'll give you I'll give you a point if you want one to maybe be the number one team. But pump the brakes. There was no Goldilocks, and they were still missing some defense. And I know you play with the cards in front of you, but sometimes those cards. You have to look at those cards. Like if you're a Saints fan and you're proud of that victory yesterday against Denver Broncos, I give you two birds, two number one birds, because let's face it, yeah. that game was a sham. Yeah, wholeheartedly. What they have, uh, they pulled their quarterback from the from like the locker room. Yeah, like, Wake Forest yeah. quarterback. So I mean, I even heard one of their coaches ask the league if he could suit up. Yes, for the game. that's crazy. Yeah. And then I'm watching like, oh, but the but the Saints running game was was so dominant in the second. Of course it was because their defense was exhausting because their offense was going three and out, three and Right. You should be running up for 400 yards. You should be – the next score should be even higher. You're running – you should have had like 400 yards running. I agree with that. Now, here's my question to you on this. You got Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens getting postponed after postponed after postponed after postponed. But the Saints and the Broncos play, you know, is it is it because the NFL thought that this is a more marquee game, that they don't want to miss out on this? Or what are you thinking there? I think it had a lot of factors to be involved in this one. A, I think they wanted to punish Denver because the quarterback said that, hey, we were in this meeting and not one of us had masks. And one of the quarterbacks, I don't think it would, I don't know which one, lied about his tracing. So he 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 didn't want to I guess throw himself under the bus. So and the Denver Broncos don't have a voice. They don't have an owner that has a voice. I mean I think there's a whole bunch of owners. They don't have one guy. I think because in this transition, who's going to be that owner? This would have not happened if this happened in New Orleans or in New England or in Pittsburgh or, or, or uh, San Francisco, who have voices as leaders or, or the Cowboys. There's these owners. You think Jerry Jones would have had to let this happen with no quarterbacks? No. You think uh, the Roonies would have let this happen? No. I, have, I think it had a lot of factor to it. I think a lot of it had to do was they wanted to show some examples saying, hey, if you don't want to wear a mask and your quarterbacks are all out, you're still playing. You told us that you weren't wearing a mask and you lied about tracing. So I think there was being punishment and there was no voice. Yeah, and I agree wholeheartedly with with you on that. Uh, you do have the skeptics that are talking about that. You know, the marquee, more marquee game got postponed because they want them to play because the NFL is greedy. Blah blah blah. You know, it's a business. They they want to get their money just like anybody else. I get that, but I also see them wanting to make a full example of the Denver Broncos right now because of what you just said. They have no voice, Raphael. I love Monday nights. I know you love spending your Monday nights with me. It's okay. We will one day be together in the same place to do this show. 
Tell and everybody we can, we, can hug, we can hug it out and have a beer after the show. Is that what you're I saying? I can't wait for that. <laughs> Tell everybody where to find you at. You can find me over at mybookie.ag, one of the head odds makers over there with all my crazy stuff out there. You can also find me at docsports.com. You can find me on Twitter at VSI Docsports. And you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is Rafael Esparza. Awesome. And as always, you go to mybookie.ag, sign up using promo code BWSports1 and get 50% sign up bonus or deposit match and a $10 free bet. MyBookie.ag. Raphael, this is fun. As always, brother, love seeing you. Love chatting with you. I hate your picks sometimes, but that's okay. That's what betting is. We don't always have to agree. I will say I'm on your Instagram every day to see what your free bet is. So if you know, if you want to see a free bet every day, go to Raphael's uh, Instagram page. And then he's also got a what, like a poll. You got a poll in your story every day. Yeah, the poll stinks. Fade the poll. <laughs> Fade the poll, he says. Fade the right. poll. Your poll today got up, and a lot of people, like you said, are taking Philly tonight with the six yeah, points. Now, now they're getting ones. another point. Philly's a big one, so that means that the way the poll's been going, Seattle wins by double digits tonight. <laughs> well, I don't want to see that, but I'm used to it this year, Raphael. Thank you again, as always. Can't wait till next week. Now it's time to fly, Eagles fly. Take it easy. Have a great week. Later.